You're listening to Caddy Wampus. Steve's on his phone still, so I think he's ready. <laughs> yep. Oh, I was born ready. I like that Steve has just given up on being part of the podcast. He's like, I'll show up. I'll be here. But he's just on his phone yeah. for like 90% of it. Yeah. Oh, and I'm here. What are you? Wait, what are you looking at? Reddit. Uh-huh. <laughs> just scrolling. Or scrolling, texting. Scrolling. You're just texting other people. Keep what are you doing now? Recording a podcast. They're like, what? How? Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, recording it on my phone. I'm recording a podcast. I'm recording a podcast. Oh, yeah. What is it? I don't know. Something in, about movies. In brackets, <laughs> bored, capital LOL, winky face. I'm sorry that we can't excite you the way we used to at the beginning of this relationship. <laughs> All right. Maybe right. You Maybe know, it does excite me, though. The road to Mandy. The road's over, Steve. Did did we did we make it? Is this the fireworks factory? All right. So so we have reached the end of the road of Mandy. We have reached the climax. And we saw of, Mandy. The road of or the road I, to? Mandy. We have reached the climax. <laughs> I did not finish. <laughs> and I finished cut. multiple times. <laughs> It doesn't take me a lot to get there. No. <laughs> but that's just a little bit of information really about that. me. So, we've been riding this road for a long time, and it's had pretty much nothing but downs, and we finally made it to Mandy, and... Uh, it had an up. And the bottom fell off. And while I enjoyed the movie, I'm curious to see what uh, everyone else thought. I think quickly, let's have a quick just retrospective on, on how we got here. How, how did we get here? Where did this road where did this road start? Well, Steve, it started in a balmy February day of twenty nineteen. Started not six. We began with a, a viewing of Con Air and Face Off. Started what with a some dark way to start this. Started with some interesting things, but definitely a lot of peaches and Caster Troy is pretty awesome. Caster Troy was pretty awesome. Caster Troy, peaches and bunnies and mm-hmm. boxes. We moved on to National Treasure. National Treasure, the Book of Secrets. <laughs> National Treasure Puzzle Desk Edition. Getting a big, <laughs> getting a big meh for me on both of those. Mm-hmm. They weren't the worst. You just the don't appreciate a good fucking puzzle desk. Mm-mm. Then we moved on to the sci-fi classic Next. Ooh, topped that- only by the other sci-fi classic Knowing. Ah. Christian aliens and have, dick antennas. I have, I have not to say. <laughs> then we moved on to some of his lesser known, more independent work. Your mom and dad and your The Trust, I think it's called. The Trust. <laughs> it was The Trust, called. yeah. The, the trusting. trusting. The Trusting. The worst title. They, like, what? They changed the recipe. Meets my approval. Meets my approval. Open the door. Then we finally watched the classic cult favorite the wicker man mm-hmm. no not the 1973 wicker man. Mm-hmm. the other classic cult favorite wicker man i don't know if it's a cult favorite where nick cage hits women a lot while he was in a cult yes and i'm sure it was somebody's favorite yes incels across america uh-uh. then we take moved that on. red pill then we 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 capped off the road with an old favorite of internet culture the most memed film ever vampire's kiss ah uh. Strange, given how few people seem to have saw it, but I'll take it. Fantastic. It's been a very weird road. And now we're here at Mandy. 
And how is everybody feeling about that? I hate everything about what you choose to be. That's Good. how I feel about it. It wasn't bad. I think Corey and a I were resounding kind of meh. I think Corey, Corey and I were on the same page. Pretty, Wait, I, pretty all right. I might, I might see it again. I don't know. David's over here it's just, squirming, it's, ready it's, to it's fucking really, rip it. Really, really. <laughs> He's trying real hard. Slowly. Wish people could see him right now. David wants to scream. You know when the insect escapes from your spine and tries to leave through your mouth? It's like that. No, David, I don't know what that is. I feel like you just had a vampire's kiss moment. So I've seen Panos Cosmatos' other film, the Beyond the Black Rainbow. I'd seen it a while ago. So I kind of knew what I was getting into. I understood he's a... Uh, surre- surrealist isn't the right term, but he, he likes... Um, he likes over-the-top lighting and fade, slow fades and dissolves and uh, dream-like sim soundtrack and very much not plot-driven, very much, you know, mood-driven. And I knew, I knew that that's what he did. You were just hoping that maybe he wouldn't do it again? I, I just wish in a podcast I could show someone's face because I really want to show your face right now. It's as animated as the color palette which, was which in this movie. Which movie did you like better? The static that a TV produces when, like, there's nothing played on it? Yeah, the Shutter logo at the beginning of both of them. Um, <laughs> the trailer for Revenge at the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> Look. Art is subjective, David. I hate this. <laughs> and that's fun. That's why we're doing this. I was... Moved. I did not <clears throat> I, care I knew, for this. I knew that you weren't going to like it, and I think I told you that because I didn't. I didn't. This. I was not a fan of Beyond the Black Rainbow. Right. So the fact that this is—it's just more of the same. This is the most film school bullshit movie we've ever watched. <laughs> it's like it's like oh, I love the I love the eighties, and I love David Lynch. Remember the eighties? And I just yeah. Oh, you want? Oh my god! <laughs> the member bearing the, the member bearing this, and then it will do these. Ex- exploitation grindhouse moments but it won't go full bore of them it's a little it's like half half grindcore half art film so isn't grindcore music yeah i meant grind yeah. ha- uh, grindhouse, grindhouse yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, no this felt kind of like grindcore in that what is grindcore? there was a lot of noise grindcore it's like don't say the name to explain the name it's Just like tell me punk. what it is no i'm saying it's like punk with bigger distortion and more noise and heavier and faster drums and instead of yelling it's more it has yelling sometimes but more screaming Sounds delightful. I love it. It's of one of my favorite did. genres. Napalm Death. Oh, yes, yes. The famous band I've definitely heard of before right now. Pretty big. They're pretty big? They're not as big as like Taylor Swift, but, you know, they're getting there. Surely there's a middle ground. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I personally like Mandy a lot. Uh, and obviously, because we've talked about it a lot. And we, we built a whole series around it. Like we have um, devoted... So much time of our lives. I, yes, which I granted, maybe there's maybe it's on us that we really, really, really hyped it up, even though at no point did I ever think I was going to like it. I knew that you weren't going to like it, but I also do think we made a mistake yes, of we watching did. this in a, in a yeah, group. Yeah, we made a mistake, period. No, I think we made a mistake in watching this in a group. In my own... No, from, I, I, I knew what I was getting into. I've right. seen his other movie. I watched his other movie alone, and guess what? It was the same yeah. feeling. <laughs> I definitely enjoyed it more the first time. This is only the second time you've seen this movie? Yeah. I told you I was going to wait. That's right. We did make you wait. Sorry. <clears throat> I told you I would not watch wait. it until the podcast. <laughs> wait. You're right. That was a devil's bargain yeah. we gave you. I saw, yeah. it, I saw it when it the came Faustian out. Faustian bargain. <laughs> I, I saw it when it came out, and I loved it. And we decided to do this whole podcast, <laughs> and I said I would not watch it what again. What were we thinking? I we needed you, I, content. I told you you weren't going to like it. I was like, I love this movie, <sighs> but you will hate this. And you're like, I saw his other movie, and it was shit. And I was like, I bet I'll like it. I didn't say it was shit. I just said I didn't like it. 
Wait. Well, uh, this was shit. <laughs> okay, so you like, like so you like the other one better. I get, well, I think it was less offensive to me. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, by definition, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was... I wasn't as angry at the first one as I am at this one, so... painful experience, so... I seem to remember Nicolas Cage having a much larger role the first time I watched it. And watching it this time, I'm like, he is barely in this fucking movie. I mean, he's the main character, but yeah, the movie's so, like... It's it's so focused on Mandy. As it probably should have stayed. Yeah, it feels like they should have killed Nicolas Cage, and she should have done all that stuff. Yeah. Why? Because the first half of the movie was devoted to her. I would have actually gotten more of an in sense of her interior life, which would have led me to uh, feel more for her. When yeah, she instead went of it revenge. just being a random like, okay, so, Nicolas so, Cage watched her die. Now his character is going to go get his crossbow and make an axe. I don't know. Why does he Nicolas know Cage? how to do any of these things? Whereas well, at least with Mandy, I, I we have that whole monologue about about her childhood. We see her as an artist. We see her. We see so much of her. We get it. We we just spending time with her. We we get a sense of her. So if then she goes on the revenge binge, I'm like, okay, like I I'm with you. I feel like that would just be I, I don't know, like Kill Bill or something. Like we've, we've well, yeah, they're all the same. I mean, I mean, we've seen this movie before. Yeah, all too. revenge films are ultimately. I guarantee the same. you, I've seen movies with Nicolas Cage where his girlfriend is killed and he goes on a revenge binge. I guess it's, yeah. I guess it's three movies in Archer one. would call like, it a rampage. rampage. Yes, revenge <laughs> rampage. Then we see this cult gang get a feel for I think you just say cult. Cult gang. <laughs> I think cult one of those. Gang. It's a cult that has a motorcycle gang. Cult and bear, gang. Bear with me. Yeah, it's, it's a cult right, and a you're gang. Right. No, you're right. You're right. You're I, don't, right. I don't know if any of the better time to use a hyphen but a compound <laughs> word. It's two completely different things and they've somehow blended together. We've got we've got weird cult people. and guys who solved that fucking puzzle box from Hellraiser. Oh my god, like like what the fuck? I was didn't know you thing? could just steal other ideas from movies. I didn't know it was that easy. Yeah. You've been he trying lives, too hard. He fucking lives at Crystal Lake. Fucking Hellraiser Cenobites show up. <laughs> like, I didn't realize you could just do that. <laughs> sure. I would like to know how taking bad acid can make you travel through lightning and or electricity. That's just because that's how they, the Cenobites appear in Hellraiser yeah. in the hospital. I'm assuming... It's just, it's just ripped from that. They didn't actually teleport in. They just... That that shot was just them coming in. Well, yeah, the yeah. same way red red and blue lights didn't just show up in that bar, right. like in the right. flashback. Yeah, it shows in Act Two's beginning. We see uh, Jeremiah. Is it the Jeremiah cult Sand? Yeah, very very cult, played by Linus Roach. We kind of see his character get a feel for him, which is about what you'd expect for a cult leader. He, he I wasn't excited most... to see Thomas Wayne's dick. He, he, yeah. <laughs> he, he spent he spent a lot of time laying down. <laughs> for the beginning of the movie, right, I thought which he was is like, not the most imposing thing. It kind of seemed like, what, is this his mother or something? This older lady that's kind of like watching over him and he's snapping at her. I, I, I kind of have like this, you know, mother-son relationship maybe going on with this cult guy. I don't, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to defend the movie and say it has ideas. I'm just saying I liked it. You movie. should. You made this, Brian. You're Panos yeah, Cosmatos. Yeah, you're right. No, watching it again, I, I realized the first time I saw it that there wasn't a lot of dialogue. But watching it, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, they don't fucking say anything. Nope. It's a music video. Nicholas Cage, um, like, barely talks for, like, the first hour. He barely talks at all. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know. It was different. I don't see a lot of movies like this. Yeah. Steve, you're completely checked out. What did you think? Uh, no, I've just been thinking. <laughs> thinking about <laughs> stuff. Nah, this film was just not even slightly entertaining for me. It was a music video, like you said. I mean, that really was all this film was. 
Why the fuck were there cartoon scenes? Why is every oh, I dream... I forgot about that. Why was every dream a fucking cartoon? Yeah, why are there cartoon scenes? I don't know. I didn't make the movie. I couldn't tell you. Shh, damn it, Panos Cosmatos. <laughs> tell me. Were there cartoons in the other one? The Beyond the Black? No, Man? not that I recall. Yeah. Maybe we should watch that next. Uh, it's on Shudder. No, I'll watch it. Well, you I just fun. feel so defeated by this. This whole movie. This whole thing. How do you feel? I brought it on myself. How do you feel knowing by building that this, uh, this movie series? Had, <laughs> how do you feel knowing that this movie received pretty big praise all around? This is so common. I, I, I movies that are liked, you just hate. Well, <laughs> well, no. I just go ahead and assume that those people are wrong. <laughs> One, I think any kind of grindhouse exploitation horror thing, if it has any kind of artistic flair, people like fucking freak out because most most critics don't give those movies the time of day. So they're like, can you believe it? It's a grindhouse movie. But you know, there are fades. And it's just like, they're so like taken by it. Uh, but this happens all the time. It's I mean, You've experienced this on the other side where you're like, I don't get it. Why is this? Well, why ho- do people love this movie? <laughs> why is this horror? Remember you tell me, you're like, I do not understand why people love A Quiet Place. It was like, people don't watch horror movies so a quiet place is like it's competent and so as a result people are like can you believe it this is a really well done horror movie I'm like yeah there's like a million of those like every year do you want to watch any of them they're like oh we yeah. don't watch those yeah this one has stars and like that's why this had a star like and it wasn't nick cage's normal direct you know it wasn't the trust where it's like look at this straight to video by the numbers horse shit i think when i saw this movie i specifically told you I really liked this movie, but I understand why no one else will. Lots of people and, do, though. Yeah, it's, it's no, got I mean, quite I, a following. I really, even even like watching it today, like I don't necessarily like it as much as I did the first time, but I still really enjoy it. So here's a conundrum of a question: If a lot of people, conundrum is a question. Like it, it's a, <laughs> here's a problem of a question. Does that sound better? No. Moving on. If a lot of people like it, but clearly I got you two don't, would you recommend a general random viewer? No, I would no, God no. I would never but, watch this. I would never <laughs> recommend but I wouldn't recommend like a David Lynch movie to a general random That's person true, either. Yeah. And I love those movies, but I like no, 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 no. It's kinda like, you know I would recommend a museum run it on silent in a art exhibit. <laughs> You're saying run the movie silent? Yeah. Fuck that. The soundtrack's like ninety percent of the movie. It's the only part I enjoyed in the whole film. <laughs> yeah, but it it has no bearing on the movie. No, it doesn't. You could have put any music to that film and it would have been the same fucking movie. Like, like I'm glad, uh, I'm, glad I'm, very, I'm, I'm glad Johan Johansson went above and beyond, but you literally could have gotten a monkey to score this piece of garbage. Very strongly disagree. It just doesn't I, feel like the movie, though. I, it does to me. I'm sorry, Johan Johansson doesn't scream gritty chainsaw fight. <laughs> sorry, like, I don't want to tell you. Like, like, it's, it's, yeah, his music didn't... At no point during any of this film that I go, yeah, this seems like the kind of music that I could see somebody having a knife fight with a guy with a sword cock. It was great music. Don't get me wrong. I love Synthwave. I love Vaporwave. I loved everything about the music. But to me, you could have just stuck a random soundtrack to this and it still would have ended up feeling the same. I actually think something more choral is needed for the movie. Here's what I say. Check out the soundtrack because I think most people will at least like that. And if you this, like horror slash grindhouse slash exploitation films, give this one a go. Otherwise, steer clear. This movie belongs on a fucking TV above a bar in a golf club. <laughs> no. This, yes, it does. <laughs> oh, would, no one there would watch it. 
Well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is like this is like I used to it's go to this club. I used to go to this club, Deaf Guild in San Francisco. Deaf Guild. Deaf Guild, and they used to. It was, it was a golf. <laughs> it was a golf club in San Francisco. They would have you know the the bar had TVs, and there would movie movies would just be running on silent. The crow. And uh, no, no, no. It was usually like it was usually like grindhousey movies or like a like Peter Jackson's Brain Dead or Evil Dead or something like that. Just something violent, uh, basically. The Frighteners. Yeah, yeah. Peter Jackson's <laughs> The Frighteners. Peter Jackson's Heavenly Creatures. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. <laughs> but no, it was usually horror movies of some kind or exploitation movies. And this is exactly the kind of movie that would have been put on the fucking TV. Nobody talks. It's just colorful imagery. Like 90% slow motion. Zack Snyder would go, can you speed it up a bit? <laughs> this is... T- <laughs> this is... T- uh, Guys, cool it with the slow motion. Could you calm down the slow motion? And why are there so many fucking colors? Yeah. <laughs> really feel like there was a lot of slow motion, though. Like, what was what was in slow motion? I think the one thing that stands out to me was that bullshit fucking ATV the, There are so turn. many shots. And so, are you, are I'm you just, high? I'm, I'm just thinking, like, what... Uh, there was the sh- when she was being burned alive when they had to pan on every it's single fucking there, there are every scene has like a random shot in slow motion. I like just thought every, everything was just every minute. I thought the whole movie was just moving very slow. Well, yeah, but then there's also scenes well, they shot have, in slow motion. Well, which would explain why they would linger on a face for so damn long. I I really liked that. I know you don't. I like that they. About I like that they did it six times in one shot. Yeah, because you know, after once, I was like, I don't think I get it. Can you do it six more times? Yeah, you know, the sixth time really just hits home. You know why? Why do something once when you can do it six times? That's you the know right, what's fun watching somebody walk through a tunnel for thirty seconds. It's just building the tension. No, I already know what he's what doing. Tension? Like at this point, he's already proven that he's basically fucking immortal. He has inside him the blood of kings. Yeah. He has no rival. No man can be his equal. Well, and cocaine and acid. And, and uh, yeah, exactly. And he's already proven there's only one dude left he needs to kill. And he's the one that got laughed at for having a smaller dick. He's the one who like, got laughed at and cried. So I'm not too worried. Yeah, exactly. Like, but it, you can't no, like, have him pull a knife. Have him do something. Like what an answer. Like, oh my God. I mean, obviously that character had a split personality disorder of some kind. Yeah, there's and several shots where he like he's like panning back and forth. Yeah, he's goleming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm assuming that his cult godlike persona didn't think he needed any weapons or anything. I don't, I don't know. I don't, that was a bad gamble. I no, I understand. I'm telling you from a structural standpoint, the the movie's all over the place in terms of what is challenging to the main character, and often there's no challenge, and it's just not very interesting to watch someone overcome no. The most challenge. dangerous thing he dealt with the entire film was, was chainsaw. that chainsaw fight. And that chainsaw fight was basically with fucking Jethro. It was just some random ass dude who happened to be in the cult that I don't even think got a line in the entire film. Gimp suit dude got more lines than chainsaw fight guy. Probably. Good luck figuring out a word he said, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it sounded like a fucking murloc. I've got Vaseline in my throat. Help. (laughs) Like, that's what he sounded like. Oh, no. The the KY's inside me. Fucking gimp suit full of KY. Uh, it, it, there was something inside of it. Like you can see. Like, yeah, it was oozing. They were oozing. Yeah, they were all oozing in different ways. But were they oozing drugs or blood or what? What were they oozing? They were oozing <laughs> filmmaking choices. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, this was. 
What a fucking disaster. This was... The road to disappointment. And I knew. I knew I wasn't going to like this I knew you weren't going to like it. That's probably why we did this. I just didn't think it was going to be... I thought it was just going to be a little pulpier than it was. Is uh, Is his other movie as slow as this one? Uh, yes. It's shorter, and it has less plot, but yes. How could any film have less plot? Well, you see, the other film has zero plot. Wow. Wow. The the other movie's about a a little girl who's a telepath who's stuck in a lab, and the guy who runs it is either an alien or he's a human who's been hybrided with an interdimensional alien. And it gets into some of that cosmic stuff they were rambling about in this movie, and basically how they're all connected. And uh, he has a wife who uh, he doesn't love, and he goes back and forth with uh, to work and keeps interviewing this psychic girl, and then comes home and basically mistreats his wife, and then keeps talking to a psychic girl. And then 110 minutes later, the movie ends. Sounds pretty awesome. I'm sure you'll love it. I also like very like I don't know. I feel like I have different tastes from most people. Oh, I've seen your shelf. Yeah, we've seen the shelf. It's full of redacted. It's full of sphere. I threw that away, remember? That's right. Canonically, you threw it away. Uh, it's gone. Uh-huh. The frisbee was thrown away. Yep. I got No way that's still there, wink. <laughs> I don't even hate it. Like, honestly, honestly. You feel bad for it? So <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm so, disappointed. So moving, on, moving <laughs> no, I, on, so moving on from the whether or not you hated it. Or, I'm sorry, if you hated it or hated it. Or not, the question remains. What? So, how did you feel about Nicolas Cage in it? He's kind of like a non-entity until, like, there's one or two, like, moments where I'm like, oh, there's Nicolas Cage doing something, like, interesting. But actually, he's fairly subdued to the point where I'm like, why'd you even get Nicolas Cage? You didn't really ask him to do anything or do much. I mean, I mean, the last shot is like one of those films where I'm like only Nicolas Cage could do this last shot. He at the end, he's in a car covered in blood, hallucinating his dead wife. And he starts smiling giddily uh, as his face is covered in blood and his, you know, the whites of his eyes and teeth really pop with the vibrant red, uh, you know, vibrant, you know, darkening reds. And it's it's quite striking. I mean, it's out of place, but it's very striking. And it's one of those kind of looks that I do think like you need Nicolas Cage to pull that off. Because it looks almost inhuman. It looks like a psychopath. Yeah, like you need a Nicolas Cage to do that. Like, I, I mean, I get it. I get why you like it. Yeah. I do. I just it's want not, you to know that I you're wrong and you're I hate wrong you. And I don't like you anymore. It's, it's just not for everybody, and that's fine. It's it's. It, well, I mean, you can say that about anything. You know, it's it's just aggressively dull. <laughs> I mean, like I said, you can. Put, there are a handful of things I can pick out about it that are decent, but otherwise, I don't recommend that anyone watch this or recommend that anyone I, recommend it to anyone else. I will say, like, and I kind of understand where you're coming from a bit, Brian, with this because I didn't like Beyond the Black Rainbow either. But Beyond the Black Rainbow, instead of pulling from Grindhouse and exploitation movies of the '80s is pulling from European sci-fi films of the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. That is an aesthetic I really latched onto. But then seeing somebody that you don't like, like this guy, do it just pisses you off. But I would say maybe the reason I like Beyond the Black Rainbow more is because the way this movie is playing with genres you are a big fan of. Yeah. That movie's playing with genres I'm a big fan of. So at the very least, I had that to hold on to. I can see that. Oh, what a mess. <laughs> All right. So 
let's talk, Nick. This is the end of the road to Mandy because we're at Mandy now. So I guess we need to talk some Nicolas Cage. We haven't really talked about him a lot because the movie's not really using him a lot. So I think we need to kind of pivot and talk some Cage because we've we've really gone through it with him. Yeah, we've. Man, I feel like I I know this man on an intimate level. I think I know him deeper than I ever wanted I feel like to. I am that dinosaur skull he bought. Yeah. I think he should buy us for what we've been through. <laughs> he likes buying a lot of things, right? Can he buy us? I don't think he would like us at I don't all think he has point. the money to do that anymore. <laughs> I, I genuinely think that if Nick Cage heard any of this, he would be furious. Yeah. That being said. I was to tell you, man, don't be so fucking weird. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> This I, was an interesting experiment. Weird. Let's go with that. Like all of this has been a really interesting experiment. It's I, not. It's not. It hasn't. It hasn't been as bad. I think he is a good actor. Yeah. I think he's actually a really good actor. I think the problem is, is that he is not a subtle actor. And if you're trying to make a subtle movie, it's gonna fall apart if you cast Nick Cage. Yeah. You have to cast him knowing the kind of movie you're going to make. And I think he excels at it. And I also think there are no actors who can do what he does. Like, it's not only is it not subtle, but it's and very theatrical. It's it's unique. And it has worked, like, especially in supporting roles. I, I do think that is one. If he has an issue, it's that he was cast as a leading man. And I don't think he's necessarily a leading man. I think he's one of the best character actors possibly of all time. Problem is, is he's always the the star. And I actually don't think that's the right call. I think we talked about this uh, when we saw when we watched Next. And I thought, how much better would Next be if he was an idiosyncratic FBI agent after the person who could see the future? Yeah. Like, you, you don't want him to be the main guy. But yeah, like, I think Nick Cage is a really good actor. And I think, like... I don't know. I don't. I don't know why we did this. <laughs> because what else would we do with our free time? On this, David? Ep- this episode, David has a breakdown, <laughs> a psychological crisis of faith, and all of a sudden he has the existential crisis of, oh God, what have I done with my life? Why did I do this? Why do we do anything, David? I'm just trying to get fake deep with you, real quick. <laughs> I don't know. The road to Mandy was. It was fun. Let's ultimately just say that. Let's lie and say it was fun. No, honestly, it wasn't bad up until Let's this. This was a disaster. Um, I disagree. I enjoyed it. I'm honest. I'm going to watch Mandy again. Um, Tonight. I, maybe. No, I really do want to watch He's it again. He's watching it on his phone in the car on the way home I, while Steve drives. I have not watched Mandy alone yet. Every time I've seen it, it's been with at least one person. So I would like to see it alone. My least favorite part I don't is the pretty I think lights. I'll be watching anything with Nick Cage for at least a few months. Uh, That's a lot. We're seeing Primal. We're seeing Primal in theaters. <laughs> We're all going to meet up and have at least 26 beers before we go see Primal in theaters. Mm. So we can be Primal. We're going to go see it at an AMC with a bar, and I'm going to walk up to them and go, see that beer cup? Can you fill that with whiskey? <laughs> to the top, please. No ice. Would you like whipped cream? No, beer, please. Yeah. Would you like whipped cream on your whiskey? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) That will curdle and become nasty. You know what? Yes. Okay, so we finished it. We did it. Boy, he did it. We've gone on this Nick Cage adventure. So the question is, where do we go now? I don't know where the next road leads us. I don't think there should be another road. We've talked about it. Peek behind the curtain here, everybody. Behind the curtain should be for patrons only. It's true. I'll I'll cut this and save it for that Patreon I won't set up for a year. Yeah. Uh, 
We need way more viewers before can we, we set up can a Patreon. Can we get some feedback from our, our listeners? Well, yeah, all <laughs> four of you. Yeah. What do you want to hear? We're what thinking... would you like us to read, watch, play, write, eat, sleep? What do you want sleep. us to do? We should do an eating podcast. That sounds great. Ah, mukbang, my favorite. <laughs> no, no, no. Like We're just going to record us eating with these nice condenser mics. Yeah, oh yeah I, we've already we've already been over this. No ASMR. Why not? Why I mean, not? Steve and I are down. That's just a DJ. Stop. <laughs> Ugh, it's terrible. Alrighty. Well, we did it. I'm glad you guys joined us on the road to Mandy. I can't believe we did this. What a stupid idea. <laughs> what, what a, a boneheaded... wonderful bonding experience for us. What a boneheaded call on my part. <laughs> fucking knucklehead. <laughs> Fuck what a butthead. what a what a fucking mistake. Anyway, I've been David. I've been Steve. I will continue to be Corey. And I'm Mandy sometimes. Sometimes? Is this a sexual thing? Yeah. Can I get in on it? You've been listening to Caddy Wampus. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at Caddy Wampus Pod. Email us at caddywampuspodcast at gmail.com. Music by Tilly.